Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we will discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today, we are discussing Chapter 1 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Worst Birthday. So we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. And you can follow us at WeBlackAndNerds. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Would you like to write about it? Would you like to draw pictures? Would you like to sing a song? Um, (laughs) We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, um, etc. that would illustrate what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. Um, you can make up characters, you can like use characters that already exist in canon, you could write it in the past, you could write it in the future. Doesn't matter. Just black at Hogwarts is pretty much the only <laughs> like guideline we have. But if you want to look at like our guidelines, which ooh I need to change one of them, um you can check out the website. <laughs> um and it's under like the hog it's like content tab and then Hogwarts BSU. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to email us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, subscribe to our newsletter every week, except for this week. Happy New Year! <laughs> um, every week, we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlsnerdout.com, and there is a sign-up link in on the front page and then on every side panel on every page um and then you can also go to tinyletter.com forward slash bgno um okay real quick you already said follow us at we black and nerds you can follow us at we black and nerds on twitter like us at black girls nerd out on facebook like on or follow on tumblr and instagram at black girls nerd out um Potter news. Hermione's still black. She's still black, y'all. Yay. Um, that's about it. We've this is I was only like four days in between <laughs> us recording last episode and this one. Um, so nothing's happened. Nothing. Other really. than like JK Rowling tweeted out Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um like, the guy that cosplays or what role plays a snape on Twitter was tweeting out some pretty hilarious New Year's things, as in congratulations on being another year closer to death. I feel like the um, roleplay Snape is less, he's meaner than actual Snape. Not meaner. I don't know. He's just got a different, he's just grumpy in general. I don't know. Whatever. I'll cut that out. Whatever. <laughs> 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 so... We are finally on a new book. Yeah, new year, new book. New year, new us, new new book. Um, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, and we are diving in with the worst birthday. Yay. Okay. Um, I just say yay, and I, like, sound not very excited. Yay. Very true. But, yeah, I am excited. It's just, my voice isn't. Yeah. I'm also it's very cold. Yes, <laughs> I am freezing. I'm literally under like eight blankets right now. So if you hear <laughs> rustling, apologies, but I'm so cold. Um, and you're not equipped for this weather. You're not. Well, how how cold is it? How it's sway. 43 degrees outside. 
ridiculous. It's not okay. Polar vortex all up in this piece. Where do they do that at? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. How do y'all live in this 40 degrees? That's what I'm saying. I'm about to, like, I'm going to cry because I'm about to move to Chicago and I'm going to, like, not be able to handle my life. Okay. And 40 degrees is going to feel like on hot summer's day. <laughs> but as of this I'm point. I'm going to be, like, a walking, like, have you seen that, that picture of Lenny Kravitz with that big-ass scarf? That's going to be me, like, at all times. You need to get my mom to knit you a forced doctor scarf for you're going away. Oh, yeah. It's going to cover my entire head. Yeah, I'm trying like, to get her to... That's her next project for me. Anywho. All right. The worst birthday. Um, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> I had my sweatshirt over my mouth. Like, that wouldn't muffle my voice. Great. Um, all right. Not for the first time, an argument had broken out over breakfast at number four, Privet Drive. Mr. Vernon Dursley had been woken in the early hours of the morning by a loud hooting noise from his nephew Harry's room. Um... He's just like, why are you irritated? It's so funny (laughs) because it's like, Harry's like, she's bored. She's used to flying around outside. A, like, Harry's a wizard. He goes to Hogwarts now. You, that ship has sailed. So he's like. You can't stamp it out of him anymore. Yeah. Like. I know what'll happen if that, if that owl's let out, it'll go around like bringing mail from your friends like okay but contact his friends yeah a horrible person like but i also think um just like back to that first paragraph i think that it's an interesting like contrast from the first little paragraph of of sorcerer's stone um where sorcerer's stone it's all real like i mean obviously this is like pre-harry um being at private drive in the first in sorcerer's stone when Mm -hmm. like they like mr and mrs dursley were like perfectly normal thank you very much but it's real like idyllic and it's really like image driven and like obviously the, it's more of like the Dursleys are and not the narrator mm-hmm. if that makes sense but like it starts and it's like oh everything's like so peaceful and serene and here it's like an argument has broken out like yeah and it's and it's and it feels like and it says not for the first time um so it's kind of like that image and it's an image that they still try to keep up, even with Harry there, like, as we'll see later on in the chapter, but it's, like, an image that is, like, clearly cracked. Yeah. And, like, they, and, like, I mean, like, a lot of families where they present to the world, like, there are, like, everything's good, um, what it may or may not be. I think it's also just a thing, too, about, like I said, like, the ship of sailed, you're not, like, Harry knows who he is, and Harry knows, um about his world now and you know that he's going back to Hogwarts you know you know there's no stopping that so then to try to hold on to that idyllic sense of things um you'll see here and you'll see in a couple of other different ways like Uncle Vernon paints himself into a corner like you want Hedwig to stop hooting uh, or making noise but you don't want to let her out when it's like it's perfectly not normal but it's like it's fine to see an owl at night. Right. You know, so let her out at night. Or it's fine to see one owl in the neighborhood. Like, oh, this weird, like, non-nocturnal owl. Just, like, exists around. around, right. Because um, it's not like before when he wasn't getting the mail and so that you just had, like, tons of owls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, after Voldemort died when there were owls all over the countryside. Like, it's it's just one. Right. So it's like. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, it, like how you're you're you. It's weirder that there are 
hooting noises coming out of your house than it is for one owl to like be flying around. To be flying around. Right. And then also, which I just realized, um, but I think it does make sense, but like when Harry came back from Diagon Alley with, it's not like Hedwig hasn't been around before he went to Hogwarts. Like there was that month in between and like they let Hedwig come in and out. And a part of it was, I know a part of it was that like they were they were too afraid to like <laughs> deal with Harry, but like maybe over the year while he was in Hogwarts, they or like at least Vernon kind of puffed back put, up, yeah, and like <laughs> put his defenses and like his like he just yeah he went back to normal or was like okay I have these new strategies that don't work, but you know what I mean like he got back. Mm-hmm. into his, like, um, Vernon Dursley, whatever. I run this um, place. Yeah, he just got real swole again, and, like, now is just doing, like, dumbass shit. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what else to say, like, how else to, like, describe it, but... I mean, obviously, they... I mean, he's always gonna have problems with Harry no matter what he does, but in this particular one, it makes no sense. Like, how are you gonna shut up an owl who, like you were saying... The whole point, the reason that she's making noise is because she wants to go outside, but you won't let her go outside, so she's going to make and keep making noise. Yeah. It's what it is. So, you're just trying to out, like, you're trying to, like, be out-stubborn an owl, which, I mean... It's not going to happen. It's like trying to out-stubborn a three-year-old. Right. You know? Like, it's not going to happen. It's not how it works. Um, It's also just kind of a weird thing, just thinking about this first page in general, like... There's a fight breaking out, but it's really just Vernon yelling at Harry. Right. Like, Harry's not um, saying, you know, anything besides, I have no control over Hedwig's hooting. I can't make her stop hooting. Right. This is how you want it to stop. This is how it is. Um, If you don't want to let her out, then she's going to keep hooting, right? So there's, like, I think the word argument, like, leads you to believe that it's, you know, mutual. Right. Or that's even equal. Yeah. Because really it's like a, a, an adult just yelling at this kid yeah. for no reason. And like, at this, the other thing is like, Harry has, and we see this like, over the course of the books, is he gets more, um, like, he, he's, he takes less and less of Vernon's shit, like, the older he gets. Yes. Like, at 11, he like, he kind of fights back, but he's still like, I'm scared, like, I feel, pow- he feels powerless, whereas like, now he's like, dude, he's, she's bored. Like, just go take... And so, and then... But even still, he backs down quicker than he will in, say, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Or Goblet of Fire. Like, he he starts to, like... Like, I know in Prisoner of Azkaban, he, like, makes the deal with Vernon because he's like, okay, so, like, this is what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. This is what you're gonna do. And, like, obviously it doesn't work out. Um, but he's, like, able to... I think even in Order of the Phoenix, he just starts getting real, he's really sassy. He's like, yeah. I'm just not, like, here for your I'm not putting shit. up with your shit anymore. Yeah, cause... and so, which I actually, I really like. Like, instead of him just, like, being a victim the entire time, he's, like, actually, he begins to push back more. Um, but, yeah. Um, okay, so then afterwards, so then, like, they get distracted by Dudley. Belching, which, Belching, like, which, gross. You know. Like, you're at the table i don't, I don't know. know i burp randomly sometimes i know but like my I'm, mom like, hits it that's why if I you if you honest. are if you're burping and drowning out someone's like yeah, no, that's that's gross yeah. and you need to take up you need to get up like <laughs> in my family that would be like okay so you're saying that you have eaten too much yeah and you're done yeah or that you are no longer fit to be in polite company so you need to go somewhere it's true but obviously dudley isn't treated that way it's cute and like, like 
he says, wants more bacon, which is, you know, perfectly acceptable after you've belched and whatever, exactly. you know, so that's obviously not Dudley's reality. Mm-hmm. He's continuing to do whatever he wants, and um, Aunt Petunia says, like, we must build you up while we've got the chance. I don't like the sound of that school food. Meanwhile, Dudley, who's large, who who was so large, his bottom drooped over either edge of the kitchen chair, grinned. Like, yeah. I mean, every time, I think this is one of the things I really enjoy about these, or not enjoy, because I don't enjoy, like, the abuse or whatever, but I, I, I come to appreciate about these books is when they're, when we're dealing with the Dursleys and how they treat Harry, you're juxtaposed, like, immediately to how they treat Dudley. Right. And the differences there. And, like, Harry is getting in trouble for something he can't control. Mm-hmm. And Dudley, meanwhile, is getting rewarded for being completely out of control. Right. You know, so... And, like, not... Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. Um, and we see, like, even later on in the chapter, like, Harry has all of these chores. Meanwhile, Dudley's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And... um. I think the thing I appreciate about that is that it really, like, goes to show the Dursley's disdain for Harry and, like, how actively abusive they are to him. Because, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like abuse is abuse. It's not great, right? Right. But, like, there's a difference between neglect and, like, physical abuse and emotional abuse. Like, all those things have different markers. Mm -hmm. And Harry... Uh, goes through each, all of these different types of abuse by the Dursleys, but at the same time, like, we just heard about, like, the affluenza kid, you know, who just got caught or whatever, and, like, that is Dudley, you know what I mean? And that is also a form of kind of abuse or kind of, um... Maybe, like, neglect, maybe, because it's like you're letting them do whatever they want, and it's not, like, in a way that's gonna, like, positively, um influence or like help him. help him yeah it's not and that's the thing the thing about like watching Dudley is like he just grows into more and more of a horrible person it literally takes a Dementor to like whip him into shape, shape. and that's crazy like a Dementor yo like, yeah. like the worst thing ever in life to like get you to like yeah. straighten up um yeah but yeah it's just like you're so used to getting everything so why can't I have more like why can't I get what everything that I want because I'm so used to mm-hmm. and there's no it. thin and like and there's, there's just, no like boundaries or like rules or limits yeah because you're a white boy <laughs> like you're just yeah. like a privileged he's like, white he's boy. like the peak like, example just, of privilege yeah. you know what I mean and it's just yeah I think it's just, and I think that's interesting in a story where we have wizards who technically, mm-hmm. like, are more powerful than muggles, but it's like, no, like, they're Dudley. And, like, even, like, compared to Malfoy, like, they're both very similar. Yes, yeah. In that way. Although, and I guess we'll see more with, like, Lucius when he shows up in a couple chapters, um, I still think that, like, the way that they're raised is still a little bit different. Yes. Um, which I think we should talk about. We don't talk, I mean... We'll talk yeah, about it we'll when, about it, when, when it, it comes up. Comes up but, but I think that's an interesting thing to think about, too, is just, like, the ways in which they are both, like, the epitome of, like, this, like, spoiled, like, 
white boy like but it like manifests in different ways and even the way Narcissa which we can talk about in Half the Prince is like the way that she interacts with Draco is both similar and different to the way that Petunia acts with Dudley mm-hmm. and the way that Vernon acts with Dudley Dudley is similar and different actually I think it it's I think it's different much it's different, different than, than the way Lucy is but they but the result is still very similar yeah and I think um so we go on and Dudley um, ask Harry to pass the frying pan. Well, he doesn't ask. He demands of Harry to pass the frying pan. And Harry irritably says, you've forgotten the magic word. And that one word sends them into a panic. The effect of this simple sentence on the rest of the family was incredible. Dudley gasped and fell off his chair with a crash that shook the whole kitchen. Mrs. Dursley gave a small scream and clapped her hands to her mouth. Mr. Dursley Dursley jumped to his feet, veins throbbing in his temples. He's like, I meant please, said Harry quickly. I didn't mean. What have I told you, thundered his uncle, spraying spit all over the table, about saying the M word in our house. Like, dude, that is like a pretty basic muggle phrase. Like, it's not even, like, that's the most basic phrase ever in life. Yeah. And you're freaking out. But it's also like, how rare is it for someone to tell Dudley to say please right that you I mean I understand that Harry says it so then they immediately overreact but mm-hmm. like but you know that you phrase. know that phrase that's what I'm saying it's, it's not, not like, like he didn't oh, say gonna... muggle he right. didn't say you know he said ma- I mean yeah. I guess in what I guess more like the context of the of the word as opposed to the word itself it's like yeah you, you know what you know the context of it and you shouldn't context be freaking out like this yeah he didn't say like Merlin's like, beard right. you know or whatever it's just they're so unnecessary it's, sometimes it's, it's yeah like, go away and then it's how dare you threaten Dudley <laughs> like, I right. warned you I will not tolerate mention of your abnormality under this roof which is also kind of like alludes like a alludes to like sexuality I think in a way and like having to be closeted Mm -hmm. um and you see this a lot with um LGBTQ like kids and teenagers and like it's very terrible because most of the advice they're given is like yeah you need to kind of be closeted until you're old enough to go out on your own because it's tough like you know what I mean and like you don't want to be kicked out of your house Mm -hmm. and there's so many you know, LGBTQ kids that are on the street because of, like, bigoted and, you know, hateful parents, and there's a whole campaign about it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it gets better, um, and so it's kind of, it alludes to that, where, um, you know, differences between Harry and Voldemort, Voldemort is in a orphanage or whatever, Mm -hmm. and Harry's in this home, but there's still this very, real feeling of, for Harry of unsta- of instability and this is all he has. Right. And so if that does happen um, and the fact that Uncle Vernon feels totally okay threatening to kick him out of the house. Right. He's 12. And the other, right. And then the other thing is like, yeah, one, he's 12 years old. Like, he's come on 12. now. Calm down. And then also, again, it's about appearances. It's like, you're... You're freaking out over someone saying magic. One. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone else... Like, the other thing is, like, the reaction is what gives you away. Yeah. Especially with, a with like, a phrase so... Or, like, a saying so, so mundane yeah. as, like, say the magic word. Like, 
you're giving yourself away. If anyone else was in that house, or, or if this had happened, like, outside in public, everybody would be looking at the Dursleys, not at Harry. Yeah. The Dursleys like, what is wrong with you? Like, I don't understand what this whole, what this, what's happening. And, but again, it's like, I, they want to, they're just, their, like, public face and their private face are so different. Yeah. Um, and it makes the public face feel disingenuous, which is like, it is, it's like what they, the face that they put on, they're like faking it, um, low key, um, in order for people to like see them in a certain light. But when they're inside, they're like losing their shit over the word magic. Um, It's also, I think, troubling because, and this goes back to another, and this is actually another chapter where I could bench everyone. Something about the first chapter then these. Um, well, it's just because, like, the Dursleys are horrible, but it's also, like, how is everyone allowing them to be, to be this terrible? Whole, yeah. And it's, like, a similar thing with Dolores Umbridge, um, even though, obviously, I hate her. Like, she's gonna lose every chapter mm-hmm. she's in, I don't care. Um, even with her, it's, like, she... People just let her do things. Yeah. And no it's, like, partly fear, and it's... I'm sure some of it is fear and I'm sure some of it is people just like shrugging their shoulders and like whatever, you know what I mean? Being like indifferent to it. But like she gets away with a lot because she's so like, yeah, because she's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's like, and it's the same with them. Like they, I know people know that Vernon is full of shit. Like there's no way nobody at least like notices well, that. Well, it's also like, but, so, um, I mean, I don't know how far away it is, but. Uh, later in this chapter, Harry's doing chores, and it's like, they live in this small community, and it's peaceful, and it's quiet and idyllic, and, you know, one of Petunia's favorite pastimes is to spy on the neighbors. Right. But it's like, obviously, so if you're spying on the neighbors, the neighbors have to be cognizant of what's happening in your house, you know what I mean? If it's right. that small. Right, or at least they're sitting here like, why is this lady hella fucking nosy and all in my space? Yeah. Like, you know but it's like, so it's like, like, they know at this point, like, at least, maybe I just benched the people on Privet Drive, but they know that there is a second boy that lives in this house. Right. And they should be able to just see how differently he's being treated. And I'm sure they can hear, you know, like the way that Dudley, or Vernon is blowing up and yelling. Like, the walls aren't that that, thick. Yeah. Like, you don't have soundproof walls. Yeah. So. So it's like, like you said, like, they're betraying themselves, but also it's like, People Why is tell. no one knocking on the door and being like, hey. Is everything cool? You want to come over, you know, like, he can, he doesn't have to sit in his room and pretend he doesn't but exist. But people also, like, clearly they don't care. Yeah. Like, they just are like, we'll just leave out of it. And, it's like, not our business. It's not our it's, business yeah. and whatever. And maybe they're the same way. They're very image conscious. They could be also very image conscious as well. And, like, all the gossiping that, like, Petunia does. I'm sure she's doing it with someone. Like, yeah. So, and especially as a stay-at-home mom, like, maybe on the phone, but, like, it could be just with, like, their neighbor, another neighbor or something. And, like, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting to me when people try to, like, like, I think it's very easy, not, I mean, not all the time, but it's easy to read people. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially people who are really image conscious because you can tell when they're, like, putting on a specific face. Um, And you know, it's just, like, and then there's also, like, those split seconds, like, Harry, like, if, if they're in public, and I'm sure Harry's mentioned some shit, and then he, like, didn't get, or even this, so, like, when they were going to the zoo, and, um, 
the Dursleys bought Piers and Dudley like some kind of ice cream, ice cream and then they're trying to hurry Harry away. They weren't able to hurry him away quick enough before the person asked like, oh, do you want something? But people would have noticed if you didn't give, you have three boys with you and you didn't give one of them any, like, anything. Yeah. And you're, like, doting. you. Like, it's very easy to tell. Even if you're trying to tamper it down, you can tell when one person is being doted on versus the other person is being, like, completely ignored. Or, like, punished. Like, actively. Exactly, yeah. It's not really difficult to see. So, um, so they're just not very subtle. They're not subtle at all. So then we get um, the next page. I think we can kind of skip yeah, over. It's just it's a, all like it's just a recap of like who Harry is. That he goes to ho- he misses Hogwarts. He misses the Great Hall and his teachers and his classes. So not perhaps Snape, the potions master. Right. He it's misses like Hagrid and Qu- Quidditch, and um, it's just a little recap of what Harry went through and what he'd been. Yeah. And then they talks about, like, all his stuff is locked in the cupboard under the stairs, which I actually think is interesting, because it's like, if they can't lock Harry up, which I think it's funny that with all this, like, summary, and, like, Mm -hmm. it's not, which I'm actually glad that, like, this doesn't happen as much later on. I think it might happen in Prison of Azkaban, but, like, eventually she stops reminding us of, like, things that happen, but, um, unless it's, like, tied to plot, but, um... They don't mention that he was in the cupboard last summer, but also the fact that all of his stuff is locked in the cupboard versus um, him is interesting. So it's still like they're still trying to lock him away, but they can't do it in the same way because obviously now like Dumbledore is watching or, you know, whatever. I don't know how much he cared before that, but um, they know that somebody knows like where he's living. Yeah. Um, And so it's like, so we can't, we still have Harry in the in the bedroom, but all of his things and, like, his identity still has to be locked away. Yeah. Um, I mean, Harry says something, I'm trying to find it now, um, about him being locked back up in the cupboard. Oh, yeah, um, he does say that something later. I don't know if it, I don't remember where. Also, why do they still, why do they have homework? That sucks. I mean, like, I love magical school. Do you school. summer homework? No? I mean, I did like for, the reading, I did for, like, AP one time, um, when we had, like, yeah, we had, like, a reading, like, I feel like Thing. It's that pretty sucks. normal for kids, um, and you guys can tweet along and let I mean, us I've know. I've had homework for, but, like, during like, the summer yeah. before. Um, it's just terrible, and it's horrible, and teachers yeah. should never do that. True. So even but, like, even though it's a magical school, like, well, it's also like it's it's, it's really weird because I'm assuming so the, you can't do magic outside of school, so you can't do like you can't practice anything, right? right. So it's just reading, like, reading and, and taking and, like, notes and, and like essays and shit. That's yeah, horrible. Also, that's what I'm saying. It's not really magical. It's just like. A, History. It has to be, yeah. But also, um... (laughs) That reminds me of freaking... They should know, too. Like, my thing was also, like... Well, Hermione, even even though, like, her parents are fine with her being a witch, she's not allowed to be, like, the the statute of secrecy. Mm -hmm. And she lives in a muggle, like, town and world. You know, she comes from a muggle background. Same with Harry. Same with Dean. Mm -hmm. Well, she just can't use it because she's underage, though. No, I'm saying, like... About summer homework, there are, like are all of these Muggle-born students or people like even if they're not Muggle-born, they live in Muggle towns and mm-hmm. things. So if you're doing homework, you have to be locked in your room right. during summer. You know what I mean? Because it's not like you can go, oh, I'm gonna meet my friend at the library and we're gonna study together, right? Because right? it's not like you can have history of magic open right. at like on the park bench or whatever. So it's, um, I think for Hogwarts, it's even more rude and yeah. cool to, like, Unless have you live in a homework. place, like, 
like that has like a mixed well, like, yeah. or, or like the borough where they're kind of like tucked away tucked away and like out in the middle of nowhere yeah. yeah yeah that just seems out of pocket anyway <laughs> um yeah more more summary because mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes into Harry's looks and how he looks and versus his aunt and uncle and Dudley and then the scar um and kind of like emphasizing more like um how Harry is unusual like period like even mm-hmm. for a wizard so he's never truly normal like um yeah it's all just like recap but there's this there are a few like little sentences that stick out during even in the recap mm-hmm. like for example Harry had taken up his place at wizard school where he and his scar were famous but now the school year was over, and he was back with the Dursleys for the summer. Right. Back to being treated like a dog that had rolled in something smelly. Right. Like, they come just... on. It's just so sad. And, right. Um, and then... They hadn't remembered that today was his 12th birthday. Of course, his hopes hadn't been high. They'd never given him a real p- present, let alone a cake, but to ignore it completely... This is also the anniversary of him going to Diagon Alley, but, like, they were going to ignore his other birthday, too, mm-hmm. most likely, because they were running away. But here, they're just being petty. Yeah. Because, like, they're probably just angry because he went to Hogwarts and he's back, and they're just like, whatever. Like, but I think, um... Harry's just... We've talked a lot about how, how high his emotional IQ is and also just how resilient he is because even he's like, I, they never given him a real present, let alone a cake, but to ignore it completely. He just wants like someone to mention that they know. Right, just some kind of acknowledgement. Acknowledgement that he was born today, you know, and he lives with them and he's a part of the family mm-hmm. or whatever. Considering that for Dudley's birthday, he gets 35, 38, 30, whatever presents, and a day out, and mm. whatever. It's like, just acknowledge the fact that I'm here. Right. At the very At least. At the very least. And they can't even give him no. that. And that's that's the, that's why it's so deep. Like, yeah. It's just so deep that they really, like, they... Like, the amount that they can give the that they can give him is so little. And, like... And it's also... And it's, and it's less than... The le- like the you know it's like even less than like the least expected you know what I mean yeah the least you could do they do less than the least that they could do but it's also one of those things too where you have to think like this takes it's effort like you were right that's what I mean that's what I mean it's not yeah. like they're just forgetful but they like actively do this and that's just deep as fuck like you really like do not like this kid and he hasn't done anything for something to, like, he has deserve no it. control over right but the other part of this too um that I've been noticing. Um, or that I just thought about in, in terms of being erased, like erasure, we talk about that in like social justice and, you know, um, in the black experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone wants to be black, but no one wants to be black. And the fact that like, they do all of these things for Dudley and Petunia is literally the only family Harry has left Mm -hmm. and it kind of still goes back into this whole like LGBTQ like just these marginalized kind of identities that people have especially as children where the only people that you are counting on 
are going out of their way to erase your identity. Right. And how damaging that is. Even though Harry spends eight months out of the year at Hogwarts and he has, at least he has like the belief and this is, this goes into, I don't think I can give MVP to who I want to give MVP to right no, now because I'm can't. thinking. We'll get there. But I'm just now like even really thinking about it because he goes into talking about how he's, you know, he's just dreaming about when he can go back to Hogwarts when he can see his friends and like that's what's getting him through mm-hmm. because he is his entire identity is not only being ignored but being actively stifled right by his only family family and then he has to go out of his family and like out of where he grew up in order for his identity to be affirmed and that like is horrible it's horrible <laughs> like should not be the case it should at all and like i mean we can there's so many different layers to this yeah and like parallels too and like yeah which is why this book is so great and why we're doing this (laughs) fucking brilliant right but um for petunia to and um shout out to imani because we had talked about um last episode when they deleted the scene where petunia acknowledges like that she lost a sister and Mm -hmm. stuff she feels that right she obviously because it's enough it it mattered enough for her to say like you're not the only one that lost family. Right. Well, but, that was only in the movie, but yeah. Yeah, but she still kind of says something... She, like, starts to, but I don't think she actually does. I don't finishes. remember. I, I think that she, like, thinks she, like, starts to and she hesitates and, like, doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she says, like, I don't think she says anything. She doesn't say it. The, she, it's not worded the same way, but she there are, like, glimpses of her saying, you know, or we I see, think Order of the Phoenix is where she really likes... Uh, I don't remember. But, I really don't remember. The movie and book kind of blur a lot. Yeah. At least, um, yeah. okay, well, I, at least in the pen scene with Snape's right, thoughts exactly. and we get to see um, that like she... Like, Lily were close. Were close, and that she did, at a certain point, want to go to Hogwarts and want to be a part of Lily's world. So she has that somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's one of these weird things where, like, the further people get into adulthood, and it's like, did you literally forget what it was like to be 12 right or are you just willfully ignoring that because it's inconvenient for you at this time Mm -hmm. and so it's like with petunia you're willfully not only erasing harry's identity but your sister's i you know like Mm -hmm. you're the the only i mean she can't even talk about her sister yeah it's just so it's freaking yeah it's Heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Also, side note, these books are goddamn brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. Um, Newsflash. So... Hermione then, is black, and these books are awesome. <laughs> um, so Uncle Vernon clears his throat, and he says, Now, as we all know, today is a very important day. Um, Harry, for a moment, is like... What? What? Are you talking about me? <laughs> what? Okay. And then he says, This could well be the day I make the biggest deal of my career. So, no, um, not about me at all. Nope. About a... Care less. Yeah. Um, it's about a dinner party. Some rich builder and his wife were coming to dinner, and Uncle Vernon was hoping to get a huge order from him um, of drills. Um, so then they, like, go through the schedule. He's like, Petunia, you will be... I always, I always like, mi- I picture the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, fake. Um, Petunia, you will be in the lounge well, waiting to welcome them graciously to our home. Good, good. And Dudley, I'll be waiting to open the door. 
may I take your coats, Mr. and Mrs. Mason? And then Opportunia, who really actually, like, she needs to, like, get over herself with um, Harry, but she also really needs to get over Dudley. Like, come yeah. on now. Because you're, like, killing me. They'll love him. Like, bro, like, really But he's not that out. special. He really isn't. Like, and the thing is, is, like, no kid is that special. Mm-mm. If my mom was, like, doting on me like this all the time, I'd be like, mom, you gotta chill. Yeah. Like, everything I say is the most brilliant thing that's ever happened. Like, no, it's not possible. Like, you're just setting this person up to fail. It's also, it's also that's, like, really... I hope he's going to get to college and, like, everybody's going to be like, no, you're, like, mediocre as fuck. What are you doing? It's also this really (laughs) weird thing. So I, like, have a couple of kids in my life that I love, like, insanely, almost obsessively. (laughs) And even I recognize, and they're not my kids. So one of the best things about it is that, like, whenever it gets real, you know, like, they get sick Mm -hmm. or they get too crabby or whatever, I walk away. Yeah. It's not my, it really isn't my problem. But, like, I had to notice at one point, like, I would talk about Ami or I'd talk about, like, my friend's kids and my other friends who don't know them and are not invested in who they are as people are just like, I, so you're telling me this, like, three-year-old said something cute and then she ran away? That's fascinating. You know what I mean? And you have to realize, like, as wrong as they may be in this, in their thoughts, you know, Ami is not as important to some people as she is to me, which is... Weird. Weird. She's, yeah. But she's But she should be. Yeah. (laughs) I think she... I think the way, like, the amount of, like, pictures on Instagram and, like, (laughs) stories on Twitter, I feel like she may be a little bit more important. But, like, even still, people, like, everywhere know her because she has so many, like, older people in her, in her life. life so like people my, my my mom will walk around with Ami like around, <laughs> and somebody will be like hi Ami or like you're such a, such a sister my mom was like who are you why are you talking, why to, are you my, talking to my, my kid, child my three-year-old yeah she's <laughs> but, like friends like she knows business owners right. and like Co-workers, people in the know right. she goes to work high schoolers she goes like, to college yeah. she goes to high school but but still, even a, then, yeah, like... Yeah, but even nobody's... then, it's like, when I'm t- telling an Aminata story for the eighth time, and I have to see that glazed-over look in my friend's eyes, mm-hmm. like, I need to recognize... They she, don't... They're not... She's not a part of their life in the yeah. way that, like, she is for us. And, like, yeah. that makes sense. And it's, so, like... <laughs> and with Dudley, like, you're treating him like he just learned to walk for the first time. Like, he, every, every, like thing that he says or does is literally like his first steps every time and I'm like he's 12 years old yeah like come on now and no one is going to love your kid as much as you love love them no and especially this fat entitled spoiled I mean fat isn't the worst thing in the world like he can be a fat kid and still be like a beautiful kid I don't want to like start shaming anyone but he's not it's so it's not it's not even fat it's gluttonous yeah it's like this gluttonous spoiled, entitled brat. No one finds that shit cute coming no. out of a 12-year-old except for his terrible mother. Exactly. And father. And they're just, like, not very good parents. No. Um, at all. Um, okay, and then, excellent, Dudley, and you, I'll be in my room, my bedroom, making no noise and pretending I'm not there. Um. Pretending I don't exist is kind of a, I'm glad that they changed that part, but. Yeah, but it's just, like. Sad. It's horrible. It's just, like... And how do you get away with not... Hiding a whole person. A whole person. 
it's not a not a, a whole twelve years like, of your or eleven years of your life. This being lives with you, depends on you, and you can you just feel comfortable like hiding him, right? Like you really don't want people to like know that he exists. Also, and another he's dumb like, thing, which is where Vernon's logic gets him in trouble all the time. If you want Harry to pretend he's not there. Send him to Mrs. Fig. Right. How about <laughs> yeah. he just not be why, there? Why can't you just, like, literally have him not be there? Yeah. Instead of locking him up. Yeah. It makes you look more ridiculous than you are. Because when they catch you. Just as ridiculous as you are, clearly. Um, and then he, they just keep going through the schedule. Um, and then, oh, this, this shit. So... So they're like thinking about getting, they're trying to figure out like some compliments to get in at dinner. And so he asks Dudley, um, like for an idea and Dudley says, how about we had to write an essay about our hero at school, Mr. Mason, and I wrote about you. That just screams, and then, I'm full of shit. It pretty much. And then, but this was t- too much for both Aunt Petunia and Harry. Aunt Petunia burst into tears and hugged her son. Like, come on, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. You're crying. Yeah. <laughs> like. Calm down. Sure you need, I don't know what you need. Help. <laughs> Professionally. Like something where you need to like, like learn. Someone that, that went to school for is, 8 to 12 years. Help. Like, I just do. Not some amateur help, but like professional help. That is what you need. Yeah. Because that's just like. Too much. Come on now. You're killing me. Um, Harry ducks under the table so they wouldn't see him laughing, which is like, that's more of the proper response to that because that's just like it's full of shit they all are but like yes lord that was just landed on thick um so then uh he asked carrie again where he what he'll be doing i'll be in my room making no noise and pretending i'm not there to write you will the masons don't know anything about you and it's going to stay that way um which is just like you're just horrible bro um and then Oh, yeah, so he's like, we'll be shopping for a vacation home in, Ma- in Majorca. Um, Mallorca. Mallorca. I was like, I knew that's not right. Um, this time, tomorrow. Harry couldn't feel too excited about this. He didn't think the Dursleys would like him any better in Mallorca than they did on Privet Drive. She's like, yeah, you should just stay home. It's also, to me, like, really weird that, um, for example... Harry, like, you're talking about getting a vacation home... So what, do you need to buy a house in Mallorca that also has a cupboard under the stairs so that you can continue to torture? It's like, I just can never get over the boldness of these abusers. Like, you should, like, normally, like, people that are abusive, like, stay locked in their houses, too, because they, I don't know, it's just like, people who treat children this way do not get vacation homes in Mallorca. Right. Like, literally... Most of what they're doing is illegal. <laughs> like, like how? Like how is this? Like how are you allowed to be this horrible and like how? And you've had no repercussions. Not a single one. That's why your sister gets blown up. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just had right. to. 
Um, oh, I'm like looking at the wrong thing. Um, I just lost my... Harry couldn't feel Thank too you. excited about this. He didn't think the dosages like. Oh, that's what I said. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, he Vernon like is about to go run some errands, and he tells Harry to stay out of his aunt's way while she's cleaning. Um, Harry goes outside, um, singing under his breath, "Happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me," which is like sad, heartbreaking, horrible. Um, no cards, no presents, and he would be spending the evening pretending not to exist. Um. And so he had, he had never felt so lonely. Um, so then he talks about, like, how he misses his friends and how they, however, didn't seem to be missing him at all. Neither of them had written to him all summer, even though Ron had said he was going to ask Harry to come and stay. Um, yeah, and it's been, like, half the summer since it's already his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Um, and then we learn a little bit more summary. We get a lot about that. We get a lot of summary here. We get a lot of summary. Um, um, he says, uh, what, what wouldn't he give now for a message from Hogwarts, from any witch or wizard? He'd almost be glad at the sight of his arch enemy, Draco Malfoy, just to be sure it hadn't all been a dream. It's like, damn, that's deep. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. He's like, he just saw Draco strolling down the street. Draco! Like, you Ryan do give exist. Him a hug. Oh my yeah. gosh, I missed you. <laughs> yeah, Draco would be like, uh, um, I'm what's confused. happening? Wow. Um... So suddenly, Harry Harry suddenly sat bolt upright on the garden bench. He had been staring absentmindedly into the hedge, and the hedge was staring back. Two enormous green eyes had appeared among the leaves. Um, and here comes Dudley, waddling in. I know what day it is. Well done, said Harry. Yeah. So you finally learned the days of the week. <laughs> oh, Harry, never change. Um, today's your birthday, sneered Dudley. How come you haven't got any cards? Haven't you even got friends at that freak place? I mean, first of all, like, yeah, they haven't sent any cards, but how would you know whether Harry got cards or not unless you're, like, sneaking into his room, in which case, mind your business and go away. Yeah, but also, <laughs> um, his owl is locked in a cage. Right. And they don't know how the posts work, so, like, Harry could just be like, oh, well... Oh, that's true. They might think that, like, you get put mail, like, regularly. Yeah. Oh, that made me think of uh, Mrs. Weasley. Bless her heart. <laughs> All those stamps. Okay. Um, better not let your mom hear you talking about my school. Um, and then Dudley, like, notices that Harry's looking at the hedge. So he says, why are you staring at the hedge? Um, I'm trying to decide which would be, what would be the best spell to set it on fire. Um, and Dudley stumbles backwards at once. You can't. Dad said you're not allowed, you're not to do magic. He said he'll chuck you out of the house and you haven't got anywhere else to go. You haven't had, you haven't got any friends to take you. Jiggery pokery, hocus pocus, squiggly wiggly. Mom, how deadly. Wait, hold up, hold up, sorry. I just had like a little note. That like, I mean, we like talk about, they mention his anger a little bit later, but that's like some, that's like some Order of the Phoenix foreshadowing is like, as silly as this is, I'm like, he really said jiggery pokery, that's really funny (laughs) to me. Isn't that like, that was, somebody said that, was that Scalia with something with like jiggery pokery with pure applesauce? Pure, Yeah. (laughs) Man, it's you know, but yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, but it's just like yeah, it's foreshadowing to like, I mean, one like in a broad sense to his anger, like to all that angst and like anger that he has in Order of the Phoenix, but mm-hmm. also specifically to the argument that he has with Dudley, um, after his friends like are teasing him, and that's like a thing that like Dudley is always like antagonizing him until he pushes him past the point, um, 
where Harry like gets angry and then he can't and then Dudley can't back it up because he doesn't know magic and he's actually terrified of Harry. So it's like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. It kind of <laughs> reminds me of God, there is a TV show. Shoot. Oh no, 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 no. It's it's Harry Potter. It reminds me of Draco. <laughs> like Draco will do the same thing where he like is so keen to bully someone but has he does no, like, foresight on repercussions and is not prepared to take it. Like, And it's such a, like, coward, yeah. really. So it's like, well, who are you when, like, at the slightest moment of actual, you know, confrontation, you're going to run away or tell a teacher or whatever. Right. And then you just, like, puff up again and start doing it all over again. It's like, Neville came at you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so you're not that scary. Period. No. Um, but it's also kind of a interesting nod to some of the similarities between Harry and Voldemort because that anger, like that kind of quick temper, um, it shows up a lot in Deathly Hallows when Voldemort feels his power slipping away, and especially after he realizes what is happening, and right. he starts to, like, really lose it, mm-hmm. um, that that is when he makes some, like, really rash decisions and, like, does some things that, frankly, I think, you know, if you want to be the ruler of the Wizarding World, you can't go around, like, slaughtering people because you're having a temper tantrum. It's kind of Kylo ren from mm-hmm. Star Wars as well. Like, that shit's expensive. This, they, we built an entire... Oh, wait. Fuck it. Everybody's seen Star Wars right now. No. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Star Spoiler. Wars. Spoiler. Spoiler. We built an entire goddamn, like, missile out of a planet. We're sucking up the sun. This shit costs money. You can't just go around breaking shit because you got mad. Right. Like, all of that, someone has to repair. All, was, all like, of that. All was, like, extra, which is really funny because when we were watching Star Wars, like, my, like... We went mm-hmm. to my, like, at my dad's house, we had, like, a marathon before we went to see the movie, and so we watched, like, all six, and, um, as we were watching, like, the original trilogy, or not, no, not the original trilogy, the prequels, um, sorry, because we, like, mm-hmm. went in order from prequels, like, straight through, mm-hmm. um, and, like, Anakin and, like, how his anger was just getting to the point where you're, like, bro, you're, like, low-key, like, you're gonna go, you're, like, a serial killer low-key. Yeah. I mean, not even a serial killer, more like a person who, like, goes and, like, shoots up a public place like which he pretty much does when he goes to kill the kids at the jedi temple mm-hmm. <sighs> poor younglings r.i.p um but then like kylo ren is like does the same thing times 10 though because you're really like blowing up like you're really like taking your lightsaber to some like tech like <laughs> yeah. you gotta calm down like be cool like you really and got some I, like, like, real anger issues shout out to, to jj for with. the stormtroopers that walk in hear him oh, yeah, and they just walk out. Dip. they're like they're you like, know what we'll go the other way right. But not ready for this. Like, that is, like, like, what Harry does, and Voldemort, too, to a certain extent, too, where it's just, like, but who's gonna clean up this mess that you just made? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think Voldemort more so than Harry. Like, I feel like Harry is more, like, he just yells a lot. I'm gonna yeah. find him! And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna kill, kill him! him! <laughs> he wants that friend! <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's true that he yells a lot, but he does do rash things. Oh, yeah, Like this, like, you know, all this, like, knowing 
that he's going to get in trouble. That he's going for. to get in trouble. And it says, you know, Harry paid dearly for his moment of fun. Right. And it's like you knew. Mm-hmm. Like you can't come at me and say, I don't think they were like getting that mad about it. Right. You know it's like, like no, you know who you, you're dealing with. You've been you, dealing yeah. with them for like a cool minute. They have no problem locking you in a cupboard, no. like taking meals away. And like at the slightest provocation or at, none at all. Yeah. Like you weren't, did you do something at mm-hmm. one years old that made them put you in the cupboard or did they just decide like that's where they were going to keep you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the latter. So like so, they have no problem. There's like no problem just being horrible. And there's no, and they have shown no um, shame in that. Except for when they think that Dumbledore, you know, when they feel like, oh, maybe we should move him. How do they know that we keep him in the cupboard under the stairs? Because they're watching the house. Right. Um, and that's not, they don't feel shame that they're keeping him in a cupboard under the stairs. They just feel fear that maybe someone is watching them and going to like, there will be repercussions for their actions. It's different than mm-hmm. being like, you know what? I've been thinking, it is really rather rude that we keep this little boy in a closet. Right. We have a perfectly good room up there. There's no need. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. I wish somebody would lock Ami in a closet. The heck? I wish a motherfucker would. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Obviously, no one would because there's like way too many Try people it. who would like. I need a new horror crux. Try <laughs> it. <laughs> I thought I could dump that ass. <laughs> Try me. Put my baby in a cupboard. <laughs> Put tr- you. Oh, you gonna put my baby in the closet? You gonna put my baby in the closet? Basically, you I'm don't, just saying. You don't even. You don't. You don't want these problems. You don't want these problems. Um, yeah, I just, I can't. But yeah, so it's just yeah. So, um, right. neither Dudley nor the Hedge was in any way hurt, but Umpertune and Umpertune knew he really hadn't done magic, but he still had to duck as she aimed a heavy blow at his head. With a frying pan. Come on. You're really gonna... What's wrong with you? That kills. What is wrong with you? Frying pans kill. You're gonna give him a concussion? Like... Permanent brain damage and then you definitely can't get rid of him. I was gonna say, well, what are you gonna do if when he gets, like, a bruise and then he, like, is knocked out and then how are you gonna have to take care of him and keep him in the house so that nobody knows that you abused this kid? Like, literally hit him over the head with a frying pan? What do you do if you make him... You think that through. Yeah. Image conscious? Like... If you knock him brain dead, you ain't never gonna get rid of him then. He fell down the stairs? No. No. You didn't think this through, did you? No. So while Dudley lolled around watching and eating, around watching and eating ice cream, that was a weird sentence. Watching TV and eating ice cream, I assume. Yeah. Mm. Um, I just caught that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Harry cleaned the windows, washed the car, mowed the lawn. Or maybe he was watching Harry. Oh, yeah, watching and eating ice cream as Harry cleaned the windows, yeah. washed the car, mowed the lawn, trimmed the flower beds, pruned and watered the roses, and repainted the garden bench. Um, is he like a contractor? Like, yeah. what is it? Like, what do like, you dude. Like, every chore, but also, it's like, the again, doesn't have to do any. Again, and, like, he gets to just chill. And you on don't both wash, sides, you don't wash not... the car and not be seen. Right. You don't trim the flower beds and prune and water the roses and not be seen by the entire neighborhood, right? So, and people will notice that Harry is doing all, all this work, and Dudley is where chilling. is Dudley? And like, on both, and like, one, in, in image wise, it's not smart. Two, raising your son to be a, like, decent person or just, like, a person in general. Also, not great parenting at all. Like, you yeah. just, like, everything is for other people to do and not you. Like, he's lazy. He's not gonna, like... 
Yeah. But also, ultimate. If you think that Harry is such a screw up, then you're and you're having him do all this work that reflects on your image. Because what if he trims the the flower beds and they're all like not perfectly? He should have. Yeah, I would have been zigzagging all over Mm -hmm. the flowers. Because what are they gonna do? They're gonna beat you up, and but they don't have time to like redo it. Redo it. So. <laughs> the lock room yeah. thing and be like awful contractors. So at a half past seven in the evening, when at last exhausted, Umpatulia called him in. Get in here and walk on the newspaper. On the top of the um, fridge stood tonight's pudding, a huge mound of whipped cream and sugared violets. A loin of po- roast pork was sizzling in the oven. Eat quickly, pointing to two slices of bread and a lump of cheese on the table. Why? Like, literally, like, again, just going out of their way and, like, actively being neglectful. Like, you really couldn't just give him, like, a like a good meal. Yeah. You had to be like, oh, just give him this bread and cheese. And like, also, it's freaking, like, you want him like, to be, if you want, like, to me, I'm sorry, like, I mean, we just went through this because I get itis, like, terribly. Mm-hmm. But if you want me to be quiet and pretend I'm not there, load me up with some food because I will go to sleep. Right. And just be snore my happy behind all through your dinner party. Mm-hmm. You won't even see me. And I'll be happy to be in my room. Right. I'm all fat and warm and <laughs> right. full. Like, it just makes, again, like Ben said, out of your way to be miserable. Um. So Harry um, eats, and then she, like, as soon as he finishes, Opportunia whisks away his plate. Upstairs, hurry. Um, he passed the door to the living room, Catching a glimpse of Uncle Vernon and Dudley in their clothes, he had only just reached the upstairs landing when the doorbell rang and Uncle Vernon's furious face appeared at the foot of the stairs. Remember, boy, one sound. Um, was just like, dude, just calm, just calm down. He's hell irritating to me. Um, so Harry goes into his bedroom, slips inside, closes the door, and turns to collapse on his bed. The trouble was, there was already someone sitting on it. Yes. Dubbin! Clutches my pearls. Oh my goodness. Dubbin! Who could it be? Dubbin! <laughs> Alright, so that is the end of the chapter. Um, so let us nominate the real MVP of the chapter and who is benched. Um, I nominate Harry because he has put up with a lot of fuckery for no reason and it's his birthday and like he, you know, it's his birthday. He should be getting other things like he you should, shouldn't be putting up just, with this level of fuckery you know it's for no reason. not okay for saying please say the magic word and trying to parent your child in a way that you fail to do by instilling a little bit of kindness and politeness saying. and manners into him so i wanted to nominate dobby which makes no sense and i reject all of that I just want to nominate him because he's going to get benched a lot. But again, makes no sense. And he so already just he, reminded me that why, why he's he going to get the, benched. Why would this, he be the MVP? Because it's his first appearance. No. And he's His first Dobby. appearance is actually horrible. I love Dobby. His first appearance is horrible. Once he's we like get to the Goblet of Fire. He can't get right. Once we get to the Goblet of Fire, I'm all for Dobby being nominated real MVP and stuff. <laughs> totally fine. Go, Dobby, do your thing. Chamber of Secrets? No. <laughs> like just no he's not but he's, gonna win. But good intentions does not mean that you like you know people can be like we you know they want to win a game but they can't throw for shit so you gotta be on the bench like I mean obviously not this chapter because he technically hasn't shown up yet but like some I mean, people really want to do well and they want to help they want to help out the they want to help out but they can't because they're not good you 
And you so, put you, you named Molly the real MVP, and all she did she was send some cookies. But she did. But was that helpful? Did that give Harry like a warm feeling of like family? All Dobby's basically like not. He's trying to save him by killing him. So and like getting him in trouble. And we will talk about that in the next episode. I'm just saying. His intentions don't outweigh, like, the actions. But it's and we haven't Dobby. even gotten there yet, also. So, no. But it's Dobby. No. Okay, so, I guess... Harry's my MVP. Hedwig! Alright. You just don't want to give it to Harry? I just want to really give it to Dobby, it. so then I want to give it All to a magical creature. All this hateration in this dancery. I want to give it to a magical creature, because that no. magical creature hateration. is Dobby adjacent. Alright, so Harry's my MVP for all of the reasons that... Bayana explained, even though my heart says Dobby. Hmm. When Dobby says yes, nobody can say no. I should not be singing. I'm like, um, what is happening? Who are we benching? The Dursleys. The Dursleys. Like, there's pretty much. We just gave page you an on hour. Page on page. Give you an hour of why, so we don't really need to go um, into for that. all of the reasons that we, we previously laid into. out. Plus the ones that we laid out in the first uh, part of this podcast. Sorcerer Stone. Plus plus the, the ones that we will of... lay out in the future. Yeah. Plus the ones that I'm sure could be laid out. In the future's future? I don't know. Whatever. They when, suck. I'm like, sure when Fantastic Beasts come out, the Dursleys will get benched somehow right? in there, too. Just be like, why are you? You're not even alive yet, but, yeah. like... Why? Get your shit together. Go somewhere. Um, alright. So, thank you for listening. Next week, we'll be discussing Chapter 2 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Dobby's Warning. Dobby! Um... Please make sure to read and follow along if you would like to join the conversation on Twitter. You can um, use the hashtag wizard team. You can also hashtag Hermione is black just because, you know, Hermione is black. Yeah, you know, if you want to just, like, remind people, um, even if it has nothing to do with Hermione, you know, it's just a good... It's just a good reminder. Good reminder. Um, you can also, if you would like to talk to us directly, you can um, at us at we black and Nerds on Twitter. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Dobby! I don't like that. Like, <laughs> Why? It's just not good. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf. Dobby be rocking that freedom life. Dobby is the Harriet Tubman nope. of house elves. No. No. He could have freed so many more house elves if only they'd have known they were slaves. Go away. Go away. Nope, we're ending this now. We're ending it now. Don't say anything else. Just just shut it down. But... Nope. But I could Nope, shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs>